Welcome back to the Purpose Parent Podcast. And today we are wrapping up season one. So you have joined us on International Podcast Day. We have four new episodes for you to listen to, and we hope that you enjoyed them. Comment, like, share, give us some feedback. Season one has been a lot of fun. Um, I've learned a lot. I've had a lot of great conversations, and I'm just excited to, you know, go forward and just do a little bit more podcasting and just, you know, dive a little deeper. So today, what I want to talk about is taking risk and parenting. So first, I'm going to introduce myself. Um, I am Candace Stallworth. I am the founder of Parent Promise, nonprofit organization. I am a mother to two beautiful little girls, Chloe and Kayla. And in my career, I have done a lot of mental health work, uh, parent work, family work. So this year is actually my 10th year in the field of mental health. And when I say that it has been a journey, it has been a journey. Um, I'm super excited about where, you know, my mental health career has taken me and where we are today. And that is being a founder of a nonprofit organization. Um, We are based out of Cincinnati, Ohio, and we are just here to spread awareness about positive parenting strategies. Um, Before I begin, I want to let you know that this is a a judgment-free zone. This is a purposeful zone. This is an educating zone. And so as I talk about myself and just my journey, taking risk and being a parent, um, I appreciate you for listening and I appreciate you for wanting to learn about me. So like I said, this journey started about 10 years ago. Um, I started working in the mental health field as a behavior specialist and I just took on a lot of different roles um, within the field and I feel like that definitely positioned me for where I am today. Um, being a founder of an organization that just means so much to me. Um, it means so much to our community, and it just means so much to our children. Um, and as we all know, our children are our future, so parenting definitely takes the front seat to driving that future and presenting them with opportunities, you know, to be the best that they can be. So first, I want to talk about when I say taking risk and what that means. So for the last few years, um, I've definitely been thinking about career in a different like scope. I've been thinking about being self-employed, being independent, um, you know, just being my own employer. And I will say the last three years, I've definitely taken some risk and I've definitely learned from the things that I think I needed to learn from to get to the point where I am today. And so the first thing I will say when when you're taking risk and when you're ready to take a risk, you have to have a, a, a mindset. And when I say mindset, I don't just mean like how you think. It's just like what you think about. And so over the last three years, I've been able to grow and improve my mindset and just stay on the things that I like and the things that I want to do. I usually speak about this in a way of, I say, create your own lane and stay there. 
That is my favorite thing <laughs> I think I've learned on this journey is um, create your own lane and stay there. And how you create your own lane is you have to have your mindset. So that's the first thing I did was when I got into this field, I was working with kids and I wasn't working directly with families. I was working like as a day treatment coordinator. And a lot of the times throughout the day, I just kind of sat back and just observed behaviors, observed the kids and, you know, interactions with their families when they came in. And I always thought to myself, number one, all the kids always had the same diagnosis. And so going back to mental health, there is a big book of names that you can be classified under. And once you're classified under that, it's considered a diagnosis. So in most of my programs, kids had to be diagnosed in order to be into the program or to be introduced to me and whatever we were working on. So I always just observed like, you know, just parent interactions or just like words that parents would speak. And I thought to myself one day, like, why are we working with the kids? <laughs> I really, I really felt a little bit offended. Uh, why are we working with the kids? Because it was clear that, you know, a five-year-old or a four-year-old or a three-year-old, they could not possibly think of these behaviors for themselves. And so when I started working with the families and I continued to develop just my understanding and my knowledge within the field, I just learned, like, I really rather work with parents. And not because I want to tell parents, you know, how bad they are or tell parents what they need to be doing, but it's just like the parenting job is so important that not saying you have to get it right, but you, you got to have some foundations to it. And how you get those foundations is, of course, it comes through experience. It comes through education. And I just want to be a facilitator or just a supporter or an encouragement for parents to really just think more intentionally about those foundations. And so that's what got my mindset. I, I set it on and said, you know, I want to work with families. And, you know, I'll get, a, I'll get a little personal here. So growing up in a family that was very, like, close-knit and that did a lot of family things together and then to become an adult and not really um, see those things, like, trickle over from generation to generation, it just kind of had my mind thinking a little deeper as to, you know, what is parent promise, you know, what is the promise as a parent for you to, like, give to your children or give to your um, nieces or nephews or give to your grandchildren? Like, what is parent promise? And so when I became a mother, thanks to God, I definitely started to learn what parent promise was. And one of the things that I learned what parent promise was, it was um, you looking in the mirror and like learning what your behaviors were before you um, were able to teach a child effectively. And so not only did I get to um, explore this in my career, but when I became a mother, it was very clear that my parent promise needed a little strengthening. And I took that honestly as as well as I think any of us would take it is, you know, it took time. It took um, 
progress for me to like, you know, see my child grow and to see how I was reacting to things. And then it also like the the first thing it took, it took the trust of God. Um, not a lot of people know that about me is that I'm very like me and God, we tight, we close. <laughs> we have a great relationship. And this is actually one of the seeds that he planted with me. And as he gave me the heart and the skill to, you know, operate in his work, I really understood what it meant to trust God. And so let me go back to that. So there's this song by James Fortune. It's called um, I Trust You. And so back in 2009, I had lost um, a very, very important person to me that I felt really demonstrated what parent promise was. And when I lost this person in my life and, you know, God rest her soul, my aunt Verticule, when I lost her, that really taught me how to, like, trust God. And it taught me how to trust God, not only because I was, like, away at school and I was, like, navigating adult life, but it also taught me, like, all the things that she taught me in becoming an adult, I really had to put it in play now. And I know that this goes back to before I had children, but this is kind of where the mind was definitely set. It was set on, you know, doing things the way that you wanted to do them or even just making up your mind to do the things that you want to do. And so trusting God in my parenting life, it looked a little different at first because, of course, I didn't stay with my child's parent other parent but I also knew like I had to make a way for this little girl and I had to make sure that she was you know safe and that she was healthy and it just made me look at things totally different so I set my mind on like you know I want to be around positive things I want to be positive and so once I set my mind on that and then I asked for God's like help and his encouragement to get me there It got me to where I am today. And not to say like this is my final peak or this is my final place, but this is definitely a place where I want to stay and I want to grow in. So when you are ready to take a risk, first you have to have your mindset on what that risk is. And sometimes taking risks, you have to weigh the options out. You have to look at it from different perspectives. But once you have your mindset on it, um, trust God with it. Because that's definitely the person that can lead you and just kind of give you, like, that guidance and give you the the resources, give you the support. Um, I was talking to somebody today. We were talking about, like, how God be spending the block because he really do. Once you trust him, he he definitely going to spend that block for you. So this the another part of, like, taking risk is something that I'm actually challenging myself with right now is um, getting organized. So as I speak on this one, just know I'm working on it. So if you see me around or you hear me and you see me post things, just know, like, God is still working on me on this one because organizing my thoughts is a very um, critical point that I need to get to in life. And so in order for things to go the way that I feel like they should go or how, you know, I feel like God wants me to go, I have to get organized. And so this is one that I'm still working on. So pray for me on that. And then my favorite one 
is um, staying creative. I come into this recording studio. I go on to Canva. I go on to Instagram because I love being creative. And I don't know if I've like always had this in me, but this is something that I'm thinking about taking a risk on is, you know, how creative I want to be. And I really like the idea of um, just one of the conversations we were having on the other podcast, how she said, like, we are designed. And so I love the designing part of life. I love creating content. I love creating mommy ideas. I love creating you know, just different opportunities for the girls to grow. Um, I love creating hairstyles. Like, just whatever it is, I love being creative. So, when you are willing and ready to take a risk, just know creative is the way to be. Um, it sometimes can give you some of your best content, your best outpouring support. So, now, um, I think another, <laughs> another way that I have gotten here today and um, why I'm so ready to take a risk is because I don't take no for an answer. Like if I want something, I'm going after it, especially something that God gave me. Um, I see closed, closed doors or people that say, no, I just see that as opportunity to say, okay, what I need to fix. Or maybe that thing just wasn't for me. And I know that when I take a risk and I have my mindset and I trust God behind it, that the no is not going to be the thing that's going to stop me. That's just going to be the thing that fuels me to either get more creative, get more organized, and then go after it again. So when you are ready to take a risk, don't take no for an answer, especially when you have a passion behind it, when you have your mindset on it. Just know that it's going to work itself out. The next section I like to talk about during this episode is um, alignment, good vibes, and positive energy. One of my major keys to taking a risk is having what I learned in the last few years is having the right energy around you. When you have energy around you that is supportive, that is motivating, that is um, complementing to what you want to do, you definitely are going to meet goals because why would you not like you're around energy that just allows you to be creative and allows you to be yourself and allows you to be genuine like you definitely are going to go places so in this alignment good vibes and positive energy I want you to just remember these three things and this is what This is something that I've done and I've been practicing, you know, just a little more intently in the last few years. Number one, your peace is never up for debate. As a parent, as a co-worker, as a um, grocery store clerk, your peace is never up for debate. And I want you to set boundaries. About two years ago, I was still working in case management And, you know, I'm thinking I'm helping people and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, like I'm doing the best work and this, this and that. And somebody slapped me in my face with this quote. So I'm going to tell you what it is so that the next time you feel like you have a big heart, remember this. They said, you don't have a big heart. You just lack boundaries. When I tell y'all my face hit the floor 
Because I was just sitting there thinking, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So all these years, I've been feeling like I'm, like, this best community worker. I'm being this good mom. And I'm just, like, letting things, you know, letting things happen, letting things go. But it was, like, in reality, I didn't have boundaries. And when I tell you, the moment you set boundaries, you're going to get peace. But you're going to also get some people that want to debate that peace. And I want you to remember your peace is never up for debate. Number two, support those who support you. And I'm going to just leave it at that. It's going to be genuine. It's going to be authentic. And it's just going to be for you. And then my last one is um, protect your energy. Energy diets are real. Putting energies in a place is real. This is one of the generational habits that I want to teach my children that your energy and your peace is never up for debate because it belongs to you and once you learn how to take ownership of that and you take it seriously your life is going to go in the way that you want it to go you're going to be able to grow in the areas that you want to grow and so that is that's my thoughts on um, alignment good vibes and positive energy when you're a parent and you're taking risk. Now you may have some more and I would love to hear them, but these are my three care practices. So this is trending right now as self care, right? Everybody's talking about self care, what your routine is and what you're doing and me and a great colleague of mine, Dr. Wallace, we now call these care practices. And the way that she explained to me, it just, it made so much sense. It was just like, you know, self-care is trending right now. That's something that everybody's doing. But care practices are things that you do intentionally and frequently so that you can be taken care of as a person. So that you can take care of the things that you need on the day-to-day and not just when things are trending. And I'll just tell you a little bit about me is I don't care to trend. I don't care to, like, be popular. Like, I just want to really be at peace. And when you get to that point in life that you want to be at peace, whether it's as a parent, as a person in your career, as a person in your, like, um, close circle, your friends, peace is something that is very important that's going to keep you here for a long time. And I'm a strong believer in when you set boundaries with your peace, you will definitely start to create the lane that you want to live in. And I'm an example. So I just want to share just like five of my care practices. So number one um, is I pray. I pray a lot. Me and God talk and we have really good conversations about you know, what it is that he needs me to do and what he, what it is that he needs me to, um, you know, say. Just because I know for a long time growing up, that was where, you know, you can talk about all your concerns without feeling like they're going to be left with you. And so I'm not here by any means to tell anybody like, oh, this is what you have to do. But it's like when you pray, you take things off of your brain that literally you can do nothing about. And one thing about me is when I have things that I can't do nothing about, I let them go. I didn't used to, but now I let them go. 
because it's just it it don't have no no point to stay in my brain um the second part of care practice is kind of it's not linear it's not something that's going to happen overnight but you can take the process and so healing if you know anything about the healing journey um number one is personal and sometimes it's needed in order for you to take your life to the next level. And so when you are a parent and you're trying to heal, that's actually one of the hardest things to do. Because when do you have time to heal? You're a parent. But I'm here to say that um, you can heal while being a parent. It's going to. It's going to look a little different. It's going to be a little frustrating. But it is definitely something that you can do um, so that it doesn't hold you back from the peak potential that you can be in life. And I'll put in the show notes, one of my favorite healing books is Burn After Writing. Like for the people who have seen my Burn After Writing book, they know the healing took place. But for the people who haven't, just know this book is definitely going to make you look at yourself a little differently. And it's going to take away all those years of not really confronting the things like you should have. And I think that's what makes uh, Parent Promise who we are today is because everybody is going to have a walk in life, right? And as you have a walk in life, you have to know there's going to be some bumps and some bruises. And when you get to the point where you want to, you know, heal up those bumps and those bruises, this book is a good start. It just makes your brain go into those spaces that require you to heal. Another one that I've been trying to pick up a little more in my care practices is I've been trying to read I have definitely um, fell off the reading track since like high school, probably since before then. But reading is very, very important as an adult because I feel like a lot of our time can be spent scrolling. It could be spent searching. But when you take a book and open it with your hands, and I ain't talking about Kindle reading. I'm talking about like actual book reading, like it just does something different for your space. I know that for me, it has given me some of that peace when I'm able just to tap out of the reality of the world and just get into a book. I've been getting into more like self-help books. I have this book that I've been reading. Um, it's talking about the power of discipline. And no, I haven't got through the, fin- the end of it, but I do plan on finishing it. And that's a part of one of my goals for this next year is like really getting a hold of my organization organization and time management and scheduling so maybe when I come back I could tell you a little bit more about the um the discipline book but there was a book that I finished in the last year it was called the power of awareness and when I tell y'all this book had my mind shaking like I'm gonna just leave you with this quote and I hope that you go check out this book I'll put I'll put it in the show notes too The book said creation is finished. Everything that you are, you will need, you already have. That is something that is powerful. I'm going to say that again. Creation is finished. Everything that you already need, you already have. 
that's the book you need to go read. So I'll put that in the show notes. It's called The Power of Awareness. My fourth care practice that I think I could probably do a little better on is positive affirmations. So if you've been watching our story for the last month, you've been seeing some positive affirmations be posted. And that's something that I'm doing very intentionally, not just for the Instagram page, for the podcast, like really for myself. I love quotes. I live by quotes. And so having positive quotes around me has definitely taken my um, concentration and my focus to a different level. And so positive affirmations can give you a start to the day that you didn't know that you needed. So if you don't go get the flip chart that I suggest in the bio or in the show notes, you can come to our story and you'll get to see every day that I post a positive affirmation. My last care practice actually comes from one of my siblings. (laughs) She used to tell me all the time, like, Candace, you just wing it. And I'd be like, girl, I don't be winging nothing. And I want to apologize to her here today because I do be winging it. But it be fun, y'all, and it be working. And and that's the part of taking a risk that I like the most is, like, when you just don't know if something is going to turn out well and if you, you just don't know if it's going to do right, and then it worked for you. Like, this organization, having a podcast, having an office, just having any type of name to itself is winging it. And... I'm not telling people to go out there and just wing it, but I'm just saying like when you are given the opportunity and you have the opportunity to just be free and creative control, you get to just be optimistic and be positive, like just do it. Cause what if that thing just turns out? What if it worked? Now you don't have to be told like, Oh, I winged it. No, it worked. And so, That's what I wanted to just, you know, introduce us to and talk about when it came to care practices is when you are taking care of yourself as a parent and you feel like you're ready to take a risk, anything can happen. Like parenting is one of the like most eye opening experiences that I've ever experienced besides playing softball in the South. Being a parent has been one of my most eye-opening experiences. And I'm so excited to share this journey with my kids, being a business owner and being a parent and taking risks. I'm so excited to share this with my community of friends, with my, you know, just anybody who wants to come into this space and get some positivity and just be encouraged. And so I thank you for listening to me talk about me today and I hope that this conversation either encourages you to take that risk that you've been thinking about or just encourages you in your parenting just to look at it differently and I want people to know that over here at Parent Promise we are very intentional about being purposeful so today I want to be purposeful and I want to acknowledge everybody who has ever supported me Everybody who has ever listened to me, giving me ideas, 
I just want to say thank you for giving me the um, encouragement and the the compliments. And I also want to thank the people who like did not believe in me. Because at this point, you don't matter, but it's just like you were important in my journey because it kept me pushing. And so I would like to wrap up the end of this session and just say this is not the last that you're going to hear a parent promise this is only the beginning I appreciate everybody's support and I look forward to many 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 years of putting out positive parenting help educate parents help develop kids and as always as we end season one always practice positive parenting only